Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. This month, we are teaming up with igotout.org, a consortium of cult survivors supporting the I Got Out movement of activism and education to help shine light on the commercial cults more commonly known as multi-level marketing. Throughout the month of November, follow along with us on social media as we share MLM statistics, cult education, survivor stories, and ways that you can join in on the movement. Visit igotout.org to share your MLM experience and share your I Got Out selfie using the hashtags I Got Out and I Got Out of an MLM on social media. Freedom of thought is a universal human right. Just a heads up before we start Molly's episode, I wanted to let you know about a trigger warning. We do talk about the details of a child losing her battle with cancer. So um, in that part of the episode, we do uh, mention the trigger, and I just wanted to give you guys a heads up in case that topic may be triggering for you. Thank you. So welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. It is November and it is MLM cult month. And so we are talking all culty things and learning all about cults. I would like to welcome to the show our guest today, Molly Hale. Hello. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. We met like right after Lula Rich came out on Clubhouse. And I've been yes. meaning to connect with you. And it's been like six weeks. It's so funny because I literally like watched LuLaRoe and was like, I need to know her like (laughs) and everyone and like had never used Clubhouse before and straight up downloaded it again. And then I was like, oh, I guess I set up my account before. And then just like you had tweeted a link or something. And so I joined and it was just that was literally first and only time I've ever used Clubhouse, and hey, it worked out. Yeah, and it's like now <laughs> we follow each other heat. on Twitter. You gotta get around the heat. Yeah, no, it's great. You know, now we follow each other on Twitter, and we follow each other on TikTok, and we're friends now, and it's so awesome. It's and so fun. I love so fun. it. I was just so happy to be like, you know, it's just sort of like, oh my God, wait, there's this, this is a thing. Okay, great. This is a thing. Like, these are my people. These are the people that I need to like be hanging around. So that it was so exciting to find out that there's this like established community, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, so uh, yeah, that was great because <laughs> I quit um, and we'll get into that. I'm sure um, I quit Amway, which I was a part of in 2018 and hadn't talked about it. Haven't talked about it at all wow, until yeah. now. Yeah. And so many people, like when I was talking about Colts, they were like, you have to talk to Molly. And I was like, I know we've been trying to get in touch. So it worked oh, out. So I funny. know that I wanted to talk to you about the Amway Colts and the anti-MLM movement and all of that. So it all fits in really great. And I'm so excited to have you. So um, let's jump into it. I know that we've heard Amway stories before and yours is probably not too different. So if you'd right. like, you know, give us your Reader's Digest version of of what you went through and then, and then we'll get into the cult part. Yeah, totally. So my then husband and I, so his name is Tim. uh, We joined Amway in just, we had just gotten married. It was like 2012. Um, I believe it was fall of 2012 and we got out in 2018. So we were, yeah, freshly married, 20 years old, um, conservative Christians that were just excited about life and get a call and literally I was like 
this sounds like a scam, but we don't have any friends. So that's fine. Like, I think I said that out loud and I just didn't know how insidious it would be. I didn't, you know, it's, it's just, we were voluntarily being like, okay, well, even if this doesn't work out, it's just, we have nothing to lose. Right. But that's how it works is you just, it's just every day chipping away at your bank account and your time. So when we got in, we were just like bright eyed, bushy tailed newlyweds. And so for people that are in other MLMs that aren't Amway, here's like the big things that you need to know. Number one is that they're super freaking old school. So I never posted on social media about my business. Like if I did, it was super, super like covert and weird and really confusing. We did phone calls that was like how you communicated with people. Like introducing text messages was like a big deal to like the team. So that's something you need to know. The other thing is that Amway does not control the like training and leadership um, aspect of the organization. So they, and they do this purposely so that they, they don't get in trouble because it is in the separate leadership quote unquote organizations that they're giving all of the, you know, false money claims, false product claims, blah, 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 blah. Then there's, and you're paying, it's essentially, it is another pyramid scheme because you're paying uh, monthly to be a part of it, of their training organization. And the top level leaders are all getting paid off of that income. So you would just end up being screwed in so many more ways uh, with Amway. So we were part of leadership team development and that, so that's our, our training organization. And then, um, what other ones are there? I know of world, uh, what is it? Worldwide dream builders. Worldwide dream builders, right? So I know <laughs> of worldwide dream builders. Yep, so and what are some other lines of affiliation in Amway, which is what they're called in Amway? What are some other lines of affiliation that somebody listening right now might be familiar with? So if you're in the US, those are the top two. It would be literally LTD or worldwide dream builders. And up from there, so it used to be called Brit Worldwide, and then the guys like split off from that. And I'm, you know, they never tell you why they split off, but it's like obviously it was to make more money. Like it wasn't for some noble reason, you know. And she basically inherits this Amway business and has to run this Amway business, but is kind of on the on the uh, up and up that it's totally a scam, and like she kind of understands. Yes. Um, but there is <laughs> her upline and this other guy from a different line of affiliation. They always somehow end up like meeting <laughs> and it's okay, always this like really awkward standoff of like, ah! hello. it's like, oh, how are you? It's really, really funny. And I think anybody in Amway or who knows about Amway, like those little scenes are just even funnier for them. Oh my gosh, absolutely. So we, so part of LTD was a weekly meeting, like just so everybody can kind of get understanding of like what our life looked like. So this was six years. We had a weekly, they called them info sessions. So that was started at 8 p.m. every Thursday night. It was at either a hotel or like a gathering room of some sort. And we would, I mean, earliest was 11 p.m. that you would leave, but typically after midnight. So we would have, the first hour is for um, guests. So you bring, bring your guests in because they want everybody to feel this, you know, group think and 
it feels vibrant in there and there's music playing and you're coming in and there's successful people around you and all of this whatever and you're getting around the team and there's so whatever so that's the first hour and then after that it's like a little break and then they, they call it the attitude session so this is where they like get into like your your mindset and then after sometimes after that which is usually like once or twice a month they call it a night owl so this would go these were like the late late meetings and they would start these late late meetings by saying this is not affiliated with Amway or LTD. So we're just a couple of friends hanging out. But the weird thing is that you had to qualify to be there. So you would, they would be like, you have to have two legs at the info session tonight in order to qualify for the, tonight's meeting to stay up later, to listen to people gab on about. What an honor. I know. So this was wild so that's every thursday night right and then you have like monday night team call which is at your upline's house which by the way we like moved so that we would live closer to our uplines so, like more than once i'm pretty sure our direct sponsors moved into the same building as our upline and we were like heck yeah like closer to your upline like this was you know cheered on absolutely wild um so those are two nights a week and then you have monthly like team meetings which are like four hours four to five hours um so if you have children you know you're getting babysitters for all of these events because it is definitely a couple's business most of the people that are involved in amway are married couples because everything is so freaking expensive honestly we were spending so much money we were spending at least 500 on products every month and at least 200 through ltd on whatever the heck we were buying if it was because it was $5 to get into the info session, $10 to do the team meeting. There's, it just adds up. $90 a month for this messaging app. <laughs> oh, I've heard about the messaging app. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, I talked to one of the gals that you had on prior because she was also part of LTD. So she was like, I knew exactly who she was talking about. Fill some gaps for each other. Like, oh, wait, that's what happened with that person. That's what, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fun how you can connect with people and have such similar stories <laughs> almost as yeah. if they're all the same oh, it's wild how that works almost as if humans just can't be trusted with control and power <laughs> it just never works it's so weird like we have these a bunch of you know weekly meetings monthly meetings and then yearly we have four conferences at least four to six like big conferences every year and that's some of them you have to quote unquote qualify to be at. So it's like, again, you feel so like honored and it feels like it's so, and they normalize this idea of paying for information and, you know, you need to get around it. Like I said earlier, get around the heat, right? Like it's just so disgusting the way they normalize just completely siphoning all of your income. And on top of that, all of your time, like that's the saddest thing for me looking back at this is like, holy crap, my entire six years, almost seven years was wasted. I mean, it's really sad. And you, you come away with nothing. They compare the cost like, oh, well, you know, they'll say, if you go get a college degree, they would do this like from stage at conferences. They'd be like, this is how much your books cost every year. And then they'd compare it to getting like a membership with leadership team development, which is literally just recorded audios of people telling their story, regs to riches. It's like, 
oh, well, when you get a degree, you walk away with a degree. <laughs> what? Yeah, the normalizing and legitimizing of scams with, you know, actual words and actual things that happen outside of these scams is wild to me. And it's like the, the things that we, that are the most obvious to us, like, Hey, this is a legal scam, right? This is not like the FTC has an entire like chapter basically on their website dedicated to MLM scams. All of those very obvious um, evidences is exactly what these businesses quote unquote work the hardest to get you to not see. And so they would just, instead of being like, no, we're not a scam. It would be like, anybody who thinks we're a pyramid scheme is literally an idiot. Like how dumb do you have to be? Like there's an Amway center in Florida. Like there's a, we've been in business for 49 years. We're not hiding. We're global giants. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like all of the rhetoric. All because that's what they terminating statements. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Completely shutting down your entire critical thinking component of your brain. Right. Not actually answering your question like, oh, is this a pyramid scheme? No, you're not going to answer the question. They're going to turn it around. Rhetoric. We see it. And they're going to redefine what a pyramid scheme is. Absolutely. And they're like, you're the idiot because you don't know. And this is what it is. How dumb of you to not know that 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 this thing I just made up is not like, I mean, for real. Honestly, though, like, have you had moments? Like, I feel like I still do. Like I'll be on TikTok, like anti-MLM TikTok or on whatever. And I'll have to like, honestly remind myself that everybody that I was in business with is still losing money. I'm like, wait, were they actually just really successful? And it was just me. And then I'm like, no, it's not. That's not what's happening here. Yeah, for real, right? Because they're so convinced. Like, and I wrote this on one of my TikToks, but when you're fully convinced, you're really convincing. That's, uh, I, I'm obsessed with using their wording and- towards anti-MLM like commenting now (laughs) you guys just really set us up they write the lines for us no I love and that's why I love taking like the culty screenshots and just and just breaking them down I'm like this is culty right here Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because stopping technique right here people are really scared to use the word cult. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a legal thing. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm like, define a cult and I'll tell you my experience. And it's going to be a circle in the Venn diagram of what we're discussing because it's just what it was. I mean, there was not a single second of my life that was not somehow manipulated from this team. Every second. Yeah, like they would absolutely. have ladies leaderships and they would tell you like how many times you should be having sex with your husband. Like what? It was so weird. Yes. I remember one of my last meetings I went to and it was like a ladies event thing. And they were talking about like, oh my, I don't even know if it's like appropriate to get into. It's so disgusting. They were talking about like, you need to basically be having sex with your husband because masturbation is a sin and blah, blah, blah. Like it's your fault if they go to hell because <laughs> oh wow okay so because you're not putting out enough and your husband has to take care of himself and that's a sin mm-hmm. he's gonna go no to no hell, touchy no no touchy it's gonna that be your part fault. on your body you wow know that how the creator of your of the universe cares about you touching your pp like <laughs> he's very concerned all the time they're, they're so concerned. right at the top of the list of priorities 
every morning god is like how many people are touching their peepees we need to (laughs) break this number down it is not good i mean come on for real that is so absurd that they would even put you on that path that it's your fault that your husband's gonna go to hell because you're not giving it up enough and also like what are we doing here like isn't this about like selling soap like Right. What's Isn't this a business? <laughs> like, and yeah, it's so wild. It's so wild. Anyway, we'll get, let's get back on track. Where were we? <laughs> like, there's just so much culty. I'm like, wait, stop the train. Let's get off. Let's explore. Get back on the train. All right. What's the next stop, Molly? <laughs> right. I have like a list of my breaking points. Um, another yes. thing really quick before we get on to your next point. One of the first points that you shared, and I was writing it down, and I just, I want to bring it up now because you just talked about it. But MLMs like to talk about time freedom, right? Like we're going to give you so much time freedom. You get all your time freedom back. But you're sitting here telling me that you've got four to six conferences a year. You've got, uh, you know, all of these meetings you're going to. You've got the nighttime meetings, the night owls that you got to qualify, all of these things. While you're saying this to me, this to me is time control, not time freedom. Jeez. Yeah. So we weren't really friends with Edgar Crossline. And so us leaving the business was truly like, that was the end of our friendships. And I've reached out. Like, I remember even in the last like six months saying to people that are still in, like, if you have any questions for me, like, just so you know, like you can always ask, you're always like my, you know, my DMS are open. If you want to know why we left and they have straight up told me I would rather remain ignorant that like, thanks anyway, but I'd rather remain ignorant. Like, cause I have so much respect for my upline. I'm like, this is how abusers stay in power. Absolutely. And That's this is how abusers stay in power. Right yep. Like absolutely <sighs> insane. I mean, literally it's like, I have the truth and I'm willing to give it to you. All you have to do is ask. And they say, I would rather remain in the dark about this because yeah. don't, don't burst my bubble. I like this guy. Which is like not surprising at all that that was a response. Wow. It, I mean, yeah. it really is, you know, and, and that's the other thing is like, we talk a lot about that. Like when you reach that, that area of cognitive dissonance, you have to choose either side, right? Like you either go like, oh my God, I've been scamming people. And, and like, I'm the, I'm the perpetrator in this. I got scammed. I'm look what I have to come to. You would have to with. admit, you would have to admit that you right. are dumb. You would have to admit that, that all of that negative things that you say, I mean, it's almost impossible for the ego to fathom that much hurt. But another thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is just the fact that there is an anti-MLM movement is honestly, it's just a matter of time now that until they like go out of business because the common denominator to quote our Lord and savior, Robert Fitzpatrick, the common denominator of all MLMs is loss that everyone experiences in an MLM is loss. And so if, even if you're in a business right now, or if you're, you know, involved in Monat, I, I am going to pronounce it differently every time I talk about it. Um, Literally yes. just talked about this in an interview today on a different podcast. Yes. We were like, yes. how do you even say this? That's so funny. Yes, yes. Um, so like the gal that we were chatting with on in Clubhouse, which I absolutely think we should discuss right now, <laughs> um, who literally tried to argue with us that her business was different. Um, 
the fact that she knows that we exist is just going to be like, great, you're going to quit eventually. And then you're going to come to us and that number is just going to get bigger and bigger. And there's going to be so much like public discourse about this that eventually like people are not going to be able to ignore it. I completely forgot about the Monat Hun in the clubhouse until you just mentioned it right now. Oh my God. Um, okay. So this is what was happening. It was right after Lula Rich came out and we were doing a Lula Rich talking like clubhouse. the week it came out y'all. Like yeah. I'm talking the week it came out. Yeah. Like it had been out, I don't know, a couple days. Um, and it was a clubhouse that Miley set up. There was a lot of people in there. Some people that were in Lula Rich, some people that just had ties to Lula Row. Lots of us in there talking. And there was this one woman who came on stage for whatever reason. She stayed the whole time. She was a trooper. <laughs> she stayed the whole time. Uh, well, most of the whole time. Yep. Um, but she came on because she just sort of wanted to like give her condolences and say that she had really enjoyed the film. Um, and she was so sorry that so many of us had been taken down by one of the yes. bad ones. Yeah. One of the bad ones. And that it was so difficult. And, and in her defense, not, not her defense, but just as a side note, and this is what I said in the clubhouse room that night too, was my biggest fear with Lula Rich was that people were going to look at it and be like, oh, well, this is a bad one, but all the other ones are good. When people say almost all MLMs, don't you just like cringe up a little bit? Like I die a little inside because every time I read that when I was in Amway, I'm like, oh, they're, well, I, I'm the exception. My business yeah. is the exception. I mean, Amway is so good at making themselves the exception to everything. So I absolutely totally get that. But yeah, um, I was je- I was jealous of all of the like recalls or and like problems you guys had because at least you could like point to the company and like say that there was an actual problem. Because in Amway, they have everything so buttoned up that I can never say like, oh, there's a distribution issue. There's this. Like, no, they're on top of their shit. Anyway, back to the clubhouse room. Oh yeah. I mean, Amway is very efficient. Literally they write the rules so they know how to follow them the best. Uh-huh. They sure did. They just wrote them. They just literally appointed themselves to write the rules. Okay. Anyway. So this lady's in the clubhouse room. She's like apologizing. And then another gal like kind of chimes in and is like a health coach. Do you know that person? Uh, possibly. I don't remember and she was everybody like, that was in there. But basically she was like, Hey girl, just like listen to your heart. And like, check your gut. And if you think this is a good business, then you're in a good business. And we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't know who that person is. Okay. I Um, was like, but yeah, so there was this girl in there. Right. And she, she comes in and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. This all happened. Like, I'm so sorry that one of the bad ones got you and someone, it might've even been you was like, Hey, no, they're kind of all bad. And she was like, well, you know, I just want to be like really upfront and transparent and honest that I am actually a market partner for Monat and I have been for blah, 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 blah. And this company actually has, and she went into her spiel. Like there was no moment that anybody could have gotten in any word edgewise because she just went into full Hunbot mode and was like, and this, 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 this. and I was just, she's like, I'm I there. didn't have to work over the pandemic because of all the money I made from it. It's like, that is a lie. Like, you know, it's a lie. We all know it's a lie, honey. You don't need a posture. Like you My can clubhouse DMS were going crazy. <laughs> Everyone was like, Oh my God, are you listening to this? My like so many messages. And I'm just sitting there like stunned. Cause I'm like, okay. One, you were chat so about Lula Rich. 
and the movie and talking to the stars, quote unquote, I, I'm the not stars. a star, but the stars of Lula Rich, not the Hunbots who think they're the exception to the rule and have decided to come on stage and educate everybody. And it's like, I'm an anti-MLM educator too. So people are like, oh, what are you going to say? And I'm just like, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I was like, I was not prepared for this. You were so chill. Honestly, you were super calm and it was great. And I just remember Shay being like, they got you believing everything they want you to believe. Like you are drinking the Kool-Aid. Like she but I think I even said to her, I was like, it's so funny to listen to you because it sounds like me. Like I, it, it just, everything she was saying, it was like, I was listening to myself and it was like, you know what? This just proves my point that there isn't really a way to like logic someone out of their own, whatever they think they're in. Yeah. I so, do remember you saying that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, me too. Like would have been me four years ago. This was me. Like, yep. Feel felt found, you know? <laughs> See how you feel? This is, what, this is how I felt. No, and this is what I found. That's what they teach you to do in Amway. <laughs> feel felt manipulation found. Absolutely. Yep, feel felt found. The other wild culty thing that she kept doing, um, which was so funny. And just, again, it's the cognitive dissonance of like, your experience is, is not the same as mine. And this is why. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, it's okay. You pulled right? up Monate business number. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I pulled up Monet's. This is so shameful, but also like my job. So listen, sweetie, while she's spouting off, um, I, I muted and I went to their website and I pulled out Monet's income disclosure statement. And when she stopped talking, I popped in and I read it to her. Um, and then my friend, Ryan, who's been on the show, Ryan McKnight, he popped in and he was like, I also have the income disclosure up to reference to, and he went on it as well. And this girl, like she could not understand. I think Ryan said, you sound like Mark right now because she was really hard defending and telling us that we were very negative and all of these things. It was very wild. And it really was like this, the cycle, um, she did end up eventually after cutting in many times to someone would ask a question about like something about LuLaRoe and we'd all answer. And then she'd pop in and go, see, this is why Monet is so much better. Monet's not mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And we were like, baby girl, stop defending your company. Like you're, you're part, like it's so And much. it's like in those moments that I have to remember that she's a victim, right? Because it's so easy for me. And it's same with on TikTok. Like I refuse to respond to a TikTok in a triggered state respond to something and feeling like, well, actually I'm going to read your, like, that's not how you went on to her, right? Like you, that's not how you approached it. You were like, listen, this is, you know, because it's not effective. Yeah. So anyway, so it's whatever back to the, it's, it's culty, right? right? When you're in it, when you're in it, you're clouded, when you're in it, you're clouded. And then you like, it's you, the second you get away, like for us, it was, I think one of our moments that we realized that it was time to get out so me and my husband like we really did we were on a very similar path like as far as when I wanted to leave he was like kind of right there with me he was a little bit behind like he was more committed to like the guys and the team you know but when we I remember we got went away for a wedding for a week and it was that break from the team for the week that got us to be like oh my god we've been like saying no to every vacation for five years like 
can we at least just like do that? Like we have two kids now we have, you know, so yeah, that, I hope that woman one day she's going to remember, like, that's what I was thinking of. Like when she was on it, cause it's, you know, it's without a doubt, like when it's going to go down at some point, it's just a matter of time. Like they're not going to be the one to stick around forever and ever. And that, that girl's going to get out one day and she's going to remember. And she's going to be like, they weren't mean to me. I just was fragile and sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We definitely weren't mean. Um, it, it's a, it got a little, it got a little much. And then she did end up just leaving the chat completely. Um, which I mean, is basically how those end God when, is blessed. when everyone is like, look, we're just trying to give you information. They feel very attacked. They've been trained by their organization that this will eventually happen to them one day. That trigger goes off. And this is what I was warned about. You are the haters. You are the bullies because in their cult, they've been trained. This is going to happen. These people will come for you. And you're not going to find that in any other business organization. Target's not training you what to say when the Walmart people come to harass you. That doesn't happen. You know, the only time that you get training about the people that are going to come and be your haters in cults and pyramid schemes, you know, where you're doing shady things that, that normal people are going to be like, Hey, this seems like maybe not a good thing. You're a hater. They (laughs) warned me about you. You're like, I'm your best friend and you're in a scam. I'm Uh cutting you off. Like that happens. Totally. They would be like, you know, your family, if they're, if they're getting down on you about this, they have good intentions. They just care about you. So they would totally sidestep their very valid concerns because they know that if they say you need to cut off your mom day one, it's not going to work. So they have to like slowly indoctrinate you that, well, they have your best interest in mind. Just remember that they don't have the same information as you just from, they didn't see what you, that you see and they didn't felt what you felt. They didn't, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, I so remember. they're going to do that us versus them, right? Like, yes, it's your mother. Of course, she's going to worry about you. But she hasn't been to these trainings. She's so not she doesn't paying your have bills. the information. That, so she doesn't understand the big picture, okay? She only sees what you're showing her. She also told you to go to college. <laughs> she yeah. also said that, you know, oh my gosh. I remember sitting in a, there was a couple, a couple moments that I was like, I have to remember to mention this with Roberta, but um sitting at a fall leadership conference and our upline diamond was on stage. And I remember him being like, it's funny looking back. Cause I'm like, I honestly think this was him reckoning with like the guilt he had with his team, not making money because you, when you're at the top, like, you know, people aren't making money. So a diamond in Amway, they say minimum is like $250,000. He has been quoted that he's never made under, under 500,000 in a year. And he, you know, they received one check for $250,000, like for some random bonus, who knows where that came from because none of these um, compensation plans make any sense. But anyway, so he's on stage and he's like, I want you to stand up if your marriage is better because of your business. And then he's doing all these things. If you're a better parent because of this business, if you're a better friend, if you're a better this, if you're this, and it's like, he's you see what he's doing, right? So he's totally trying to get you to be like, it's okay that we're not making money. I, and I remember standing and thinking that this is great, but also what a weird thing to do, bro. Like 
you should just be able to be like, oh yeah, I'm making money. My team's making money. This is a successful business. Move on. The only question he didn't ask is stand up if you're making money. He's asked that. So that's the other crazy thing. I remember one time at what they did this one time. They did this one time at a team meeting. They were like, stand up if you've ever made, you know, more than a thousand dollars or stand up, whatever. And I remember looking around being like, holy shit, people are not making any money. And I wonder why they never did that again. Like, I remember looking around and being like, wait, all the people in that section that are supposedly making this much aren't? Like, it was such an awkward, tense feeling in the room. Not to mention how much they're spending. So what is the highest rank in Amway? Oh, it goes up, up, up. Diamond isn't even halfway up the chain. Like, it's insane. It's like crown executive something something okay so they start adding crowns and executives oh yeah there's like a whole and and then they use other like they use other ways to quantify it so it's like after you get to a certain point they stop you i mean it's always point value but it's also like faa points or some shit i don't know again like it's confusing for a reason just like you've said before so that you can't figure it out because that you cannot see the large money transfer because 90 percent of the money 80 percent of the money is going directly to the first three ranks yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is really funny because you mentioned the diamonds and, um, the other, the other night at a Halloween event, I was talking to a mom that I haven't seen in a while. And she was talking to me about Lula rich and she's like, Oh my God, we watched it. It was so great. And she goes, and it reminded me, I have an MLM story. I wanted to tell you. <gasps> I said, okay. And she's like the house that we bought. She's like, we used, we bought it from someone that used to be an Where does she live? double diamond. I'm kind of afraid Washington? to say. No, she here in Washington? California in San Diego. Okay, then I wouldn't know it. Okay. I only know people in Washington and then like North Carolina. That's fine. So, so they bought the this house from an Amway Double Diamond. And she goes, she had forgotten that they had been with Amway. And she bought this house. Uh, and they were like friends from church, right? So yeah. Oh my the, gosh, I have the a house similar story. Way. She goes, <laughs> she goes, we're walking around the house because they were going to remodel it. And she goes, and there were diamonds in like all of the tile fixtures. She's yes! like diamonds in the bathtub, diamonds in the shower. She's like, there were diamonds along the edge of the I pool. I mean, that is kind diamonds of a big one. Diamonds in the one. bottom of the pool, diamonds <laughs> everywhere. And she hadn't told me Amway. And I said, were they in Amway? And she goes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my okay, God. this is wild because that my brother-in-law I guess now he's my ex-brother-in-law what do you call a brother outlaw um (laughs) was was with a church group and ended up staying also in like an ex-diamond house and I'm pretty sure it was in Washington and there was a big-ass diamond in the bottom of the pool and it was when we were in so we thought this was awesome but looking back I'm like they probably had to sell it because they were broke like you know, it's just so, again, cognitive business. Um, I told her, I said, oh my God, send me a picture. She's like, girl, we remodeled that house a long time ago. I was like, man. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, but I will say Diamond is typically like the big one that people are going for. It's just that, again, Amway is, I mean, they're like an eight, this stuff just rolls off my tongue now. You know, I'm so used to saying it. $8 billion corporation, $12 billion corporation. That's freaking huge. I mean, but like how wild, like how committed to your cult are you that you have diamonds in all of the tile fixtures in your home? Because it's to 
it's to, you know, motivate your downline because they're going to be coming over for team calls and you have to show them that they're worth it, that they can get it too. God, it's insane. Right. I just remember I'm thinking about that though. I'm thinking about those team meetings where he was in fall leadership, where he was asking us to stand so that he could feel better about himself and the things that they were telling us to do. And like, our year that we were leaving, it's crazy to think about like the, the ways that they tried to keep us in. I remember them being like, this is what, this is God's calling on your life. And if you leave, you're walking away from God's calling. Like we were highly motivated to agree with them. We were yeah. told they were millionaires. Maybe they are. I don't know. If they are. It's because of harder and money of people below them. What, and honestly, the, one of the biggest like breaking points for us our upline's daughter ended up getting super sick. There's this whole, you don't talk negative thing in Amway. Like you literally don't speak negative. Like if you have a cold, you say that you are overcoming or you have a warm because you don't want to give power to that. Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. He's overcoming tonight. That's why he's not here. Yep. And yeah. How'd the meeting go? Oh, broke another platinum. Like, that's what you would say. It was all like, so, so, so my upline's daughter got really sick. We didn't really know how bad it was because we were their downline and they were, we were just told it's super curable. Here's the list of things that we're praying over her. This is incredibly triggering. I understand that. I've never talked about this publicly. It's yeah. She passed away. She ended up passing away. Um, it was an entire year of like chemo treatments and that entire, over a year, probably that entire year, her dad was at meetings convinced that this is the way out. So this is how I know that these people are not maliciously trying to manipulate me because if you really thought that you were manipulating people and this was a cult, you would have been there for your daughter. You would have been there. So he wouldn't have been at our house every night. It's wild. Like those I poor mean, parents. Like they're going to leave Amway. The they're going to think back on the time that their yeah. daughter was laying in their arms dying. And they were like, we were too busy being IBOs. Yep. It's, and the mom did. She was, she was there for her daughter. She was, she, but I did not know as her downline, I had no idea how to support her. I didn't know what I was allowed to do. She lived close to me. I remember being like, let me know what you need I guess like it's this whole thing of like you don't want your downline to feel any you know anything it's, it's and I, I saw their daughter I remember seeing her at events and it was like how you doing she's like healed and whole that's what she'd say they had all the platinums on their team come over to their house and pray over her while she was that when the hospital sent her home and said we can't do anything anymore and she said why are they here praying I'm not sick I mean, it's so heartbreaking. I remember going to her funeral. I remember being at one of the last events and after she died and our upline diamond saying another win for Jesus, another win for Jesus, another win for Jesus, like saying that she's now in heaven or something. I don't understand, but that blew me out of Christianity as well. Like, like I, I understand like uh, but like so is there any question if it's a cult (laughs) right it's like being so against anything that's perceived as negative 
that instead of grieving the death of a child, you turn it into a positive for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because that's all you can do. Because what are you going to do as a leader, stand in front of this entire team and say, holy shit, this just happened? Like, because then they're all going to quit. You are, you can't afford to not believe that. Your ego can't afford it. And your actual bank account cannot afford to doubt anything that you're saying up until this point. It's absolutely wild to me. Like it's- it just, it is so heartbreaking. And that's, I've, I haven't wanted to share that story because I wanted to respect her memory and I knew her and, but also like, holy shit, what are we waiting for? Like, I have to share, share this story because this is still going to keep happening. And it's interesting. Like, this isn't a fun thing. This isn't a, oh no, I don't know anybody who was, um, whose life got ruined for selling leggings. Okay, I do. I know somebody whose life got ruined for selling soap. I just gave you an example. <laughs> yeah, I know all kinds of people whose lives were yeah. ruined by selling I'm lipstick co- and leggings. A, I'm quoting and a comment soap. that was sent to you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, people say that all the time. Ridiculous. Yeah. There's it's a like, whole, no, this is a big deal. There's a whole, um, YouTube video that I didn't watch, uh, but I heard about that's from my former upline, um, oh, on YouTube great. about how their lives were ruined by LuLaRoe and they have all these other people come in whose lives were ruined by LuLaRoe. And they say, they say things like, you know, just really culty stuff like, oh, now I have so much free time to spend with my kids. My life's ruined. I have to spend so much time with my kids now. Like things like that, right? Like really loaded and, and oh wow, tone deaf and just really just gross. trying to get under your skin. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I was like, ah, whatever. Um, it's, it's and totally again, it's on that, brand okay, well, for those people. Eventually, eventually, it's yeah. gonna come to light. You know, and, and, and those people call really themselves stupid. Christian too, you know, yeah. they're, they're LDS, but this is the kind of stuff that they're doing and that they're perpetuating and that they're putting on the internet. Um, this is the way that they're portraying themselves and, and the way that they're loving toward people. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, so many people sent it to me cause they're my upline. And I just said, look, it's, I'm good. I'm really good. I don't think I would. I, I've thought of that. Like if I were to like see my upline, if I would want to say anything, I don't want to say anything because there's no way that any of any of this is going to be accounted for. Like they're never going to hold themselves accountable. They're never going to see it. And again, it's because they can't, they literally can't afford to question it. And that is the most broke you could ever be. If you can't even afford to question if what, what you're doing is right. And you can't even, I remember being terrified to read a negative article about Amway or LTD or my upline or any of that. Yeah, I have like just literally lists of here of things. A girl, one of my cross line, I remember her like posting a story about she was like singing to a song on the radio. And I was like, I think I, I messaged her. This is what happened. I messaged her. I was like, oh my gosh, I must be doing something right because I don't know this song. Like, because I don't listen to the radio. I only listen to business audios. And she was like, oh my God, I just deleted it because I don't want my upline to be mad at me. She deleted a story on of her Instagram story of her singing a song and she didn't want her upline to be like, yeah. If you got time to learn the lyrics of that uh-huh. song, Becky, you've got time to hit the streets and find some new IBOs. Uh-huh, that's right. There's no TV. So There's no PV like, wow. and TV. That's what they'd say. 
there'd be signs on your TV, no TV and TV. We didn't have a TV the entire time we were in the business. We didn't drink. We did nothing. My husband said no to so many camping trips, which absolutely give him life. So many trips with his brothers that he could have spent in like, it's wild. And I shared this before too, but it's like, I look back at all of my notebooks from these years in this business, quote unquote. And it wasn't a notebook. It wasn't a journal diary. It was just notes from meetings because their words filled my head. Their words replaced my own thoughts. I didn't have time to connect with myself because they keep you busy. Yeah. I still have my notebooks because, you know, I want to throw all this stuff away. I still have LuLaRoe, but I'm now turning it into education, right? After I oh, did absolutely. my like, I'm after I did all. my boss babe character on TikTok, everyone's like, um, you need to be saving some of that LuLaRoe for reoccurring videos like this. Cause that was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then I was going to throw those journals away. I was cleaning up my desk the other day and I was like, Oh my God. But then I thought, you know no, what, there's to. education in this. People oh, need I can't to wait. see what I wrote down and what I thought was important to bring home with me. Oh, and I'm like, Oh, cool. I wish I still had. I'm thinking, I wish I still had all the messages and stuff. Oh, weird. Wonder why they have their own private messaging app. Yeah. Hmm. And then like my completely controlled and they can revoke your access at any time. Yeah. My uplines just blocked me. And so like the messages just disappeared. Of course. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yep. So you can't, I would love, I mean, I, I have audio messages. I still remember getting from my upline. I remember sending one being like, Hey, I would love to do like a weekly, like mom meetup or even like monthly, like all the girls on your team. So that like, Hey, I don't have any friends. I'm trying to like be a good mom. And like all of my friends are in the, are in, are on your team. Can you organize something so that we can like get together? And I remember her sending me an audio message back being like, I just, I just didn't feel right in my spirit when you, when you met, when you asked me that to have a, you know, a monthly play date with the other moms, it just didn't feel right in my spirit. Because if we have time to be getting together, then we have time to be building our business. That's why. So that's why we can't do a play date. <laughs> like what? So again, like, so she was my sort of like upline that I worked with most of the time. And then above her was like my upline diamond. I remember my upline diamond as I was leaving, telling me that that girl has a mental health disorder and her husband knows about it. And I'm like, the girl that you let mentor me for six years, that girl, that one. The one that like, you literally told me that I was, had, who told me I have a Jezebel spirit and told me that I like insane. Wow. That religious dog whistle right there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. When you joined Amway, you said you were a conservative Christian. So yeah. someone that's not religious, that's listening to this. When someone tells you that you have a Jezebel spirit, what does that mean to you? I mean, it's basically saying you're a slut. Yeah, it means that you are, you want attention from men or others, which guess what? Yes, I do. I do want that. <laughs> and guess what? That's not weird. It's actually okay. That's like so if, if someone would have like, like looked at me and been like, Molly, like I wish, wish so badly. I just wish somebody would have been like, Molly, it's super normal to have like attraction to others and crushes on other people. Even when you're married, just so you know, do you know how much that would have saved me? how much shame and guilt. Cause instead I was told, no, you're not supposed to feel these things. We're getting off track now, but whatever, this is real life. Right. 
you're not supposed to feel these things. And if you do, there's something wrong with you. And so then it just became this thing inside me that would just build and build and build to the point where I would have these massive crushes on people that were not even cool. I just felt like I like liked them because I just had no outlet. It's so wild what happens when you suppress things because you're told that it's wrong and bad and sinful or negative or like hater behavior. And that's what I mean when I say every single second of my life was manipulated somehow, because those are the little areas that it crept into. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the flow knit high-rise boyfriend jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claim standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. I, I, another thing I remember her saying, like, we shouldn't even be having to spend any money on our business that isn't on our business unless it's like clothing and that like they would shop at like Goodwill. Like it was it was an honor to be only spending money in your business because you could you could eat snack bars. You could eat, drink these little, you know, drinks, whatever, little energy drinks, little twist tubes in your water all these vitamins. We were, we were taking a hundred dollars 
a month worth of vitamins, each of us probably. Yeah, that's why I would say things. And it's like Amway sells everything that you could uh-huh. get at a grocery store, right? Like toilet paper, paper towels, three times the cost, <laughs> laundry, laundry detergent, three times the cost, plus a cult, guilt, financial, and uh-huh. all of that as well. <laughs> yes, please find print. Sorry. Oh, you didn't read that hundred page document. Sorry. So weird. Uh, and was it also with you with what other Amway people have said that it was most important to get, you have to buy all your stuff, like the first five days of the month to make oh, sure you yes. hit all of your numbers. And here's the, you know, what's really funny is within our, this was in our first year in the business. It's crazy. That I still call it the business in the scam. We said one month, we we're like, you know what, let's, instead of ordering at the end of this month, let's just wait and not order this month and just order at the beginning of next month so that we can just be like ahead. And then all the other months after that, we'll like have moved our budget around. We were called out from stage from our upline diamond in our first year of the business. We had told our other upline. So, so we learned, so we're sitting in our chairs and our upline diamond says, really? You're going to, or he's, he's doing a blanket statement to the whole room. You're going to order at the beginning of next month instead of the end of last month so that you can have, you know, be ahead. That's not thinking about your upline. What if your upline's trying to qualify? But <laughs> wouldn't it not matter if you're only spending $500, whether you do it in the first week or the last week? Because then that last month that we didn't order, it it got them out of qualification for whatever oh, they were trying to qualify for. Because you we just didn't order deferred that what you needed by three days. Uh-huh. So instead of ordering, you skipped a month essentially. Mm-hmm. And, that and so was not by allowed. you encouraging but, other people to do this, then everybody would be skipping a month and you should think of your upline because then I won't qualify. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, but then when you join the team and you see the plan, they say there's no minimums and no quotas. Because that's what everyone says. right like and on paper there probably isn't but there's a lot of guilt in those minimum and quotas that are like but wait a second you're supposed to be doing this like you said you would help me and oh there's no there's no um you know minimums or quotas unless you want to get paid you have to spend at least however many points if you want to qualify for a commission commissions check yeah that's the thing like when when, when (laughs) i break down like income disclosures and and comp plans on TikTok. That's the thing, right? There's so many of these people that will come oh, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do your income disclosure next then. Like, <laughs> mine's different and we don't have minimums. And then I do the comp plan and I go, okay, well, you're a whatever, you know, I figured out who you are and what you are and you're in the middle and says right here that you have to have three qualified people underneath you. Mm-hmm. So that means that they have to qualify which means that they have to buy things, which uh-huh. means that, and I'm like, how are you not like, I just debunked everything you said. There are minimums uh-huh. of quotas. You have to have this to get your rank. That means you have to recruit to have people mm-hmm. underneath you. You have to recruit for people to be underneath you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's again, insidious. Like it's the things that I honestly thought were accurate while actively not doing those things. It's like going to Disneyland and they're like, you're going to be so excited when you come here because all the rides are free and you can ride them as many times as you want, unlimited, as long as you're here. It's so exciting. And you're like, okay, you pay, you know, $120 to get in and you get to every ride. And they're like, there's a, there's a height restriction and you're too short. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Yeah, no, sorry. You can't ride this one either. Sorry, buddy. Try the next one. It's like, but no, somebody told me that I could ride all of them all day for, for the same price. Like, no, oh, well, this one here, this one's extra. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, this one's extra. Sorry, buddy. You know, and it's like, it's that sort of thing when you like get in somewhere and then there's all these stipulations that they don't let you know about. It's, it's, it's wild. wild. Oh my gosh. I feel like we could just like go on and on and on forever. I'm like, like, we literally could talk about this forever. And I am glad that I'm, sh- I am sharing, like, I think it's really important to share like the nuances of different like teams and what they look like and like how they get, you know, in there and like, I think it's probably pretty clear how different it is, like specifically in Amway. The biggest thing is that it's just run by men. So all these, like uh, the info sessions every week, they'd have like a meeting before the info session of all the platinums. So, but it was all the platinum men. Like they were all married, but none of the women were in those rooms. And then I would be like, I want to show the planner. I want to do this. You know, like that was my goal was to be like, I want to show that the women can do this too. And they're like, well, yeah, you build it and then you can, you can show it that what (laughs) yeah so since Amway is a little different the recruiting is different and everything is sort of different I'm going to ask you to give us uh, a couple red flags that are Amway specific that maybe somebody listening if they come across these they would know oh my god red flag Molly said this is Amway yeah so the biggest thing is like when they contact you they're never going to drop the a-bomb never going to tell you it's Amway which is you know pretty congruent with all the other companies, but they really rely a lot on their upline for like credibility and leverage. So I would say I'm working with a guy who is about to retire next year. He's making $50,000 on the side. I can maybe get you a time with him, but I got to do a phone call with you first, stuff like that. So you're feeling, and some other teams even, they would have you like read a whole ass book before they would meet with you and try to frame it up like it's super normal. Yeah. I also feel like these hoops that you have to jump through make people that aren't familiar with certain job interviews. They think, oh, this is legitimate. They're making me do so much. This must be real. Uh Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. So that was a big thing. I mean, obviously like if you're listening to this, you're not going to join an MLM and you're probably got a pretty good scam radar, but that's like the differences there. They do a lot. It's a lot more in person. Like they really, really cheer on um, and encourage you driving the miles, miles after midnight. Like we get messages on the app, like, you know, so cool that this guy's driving his freaking South Dakota, 70 miles and he's got work in the morning, but like, you know, he's not tired because of his business. He's tired because of his job. Like insane. Oh, okay. Our, so your yeah. normal nine to five that you've been doing your whole entire life is what is actually making you tired and not this ridiculous cult that you've joined that takes up every free moment of your time, dictates all of your time, gives you (laughs) like sleep deprives you because you're driving those miles after midnight and you're listening to those late night calls and you're going to those, those night owl meetings and they're literally depriving you of sleep. It's not that it's the nine to five. That's the problem. And it's like the meetings could have, like the, these are meetings that you could have done on a Zoom meeting. But you can't because it's the whole control of where you're at and where you're going. And when I say jump, you say how high. Uh-huh. I just wish so badly I would have just had like a cute little spreadsheet that said money in, money out into this, into this little club that we're in every month. 
posted it up on the refrigerator instead of my ridiculous dream board. Yeah. Which by the way, I have everything on. Like I've pretty much accomplished all of those things in my actual business. And I didn't have to manipulate people to get them. <laughs> I love looking through my old photos. I, me and my, my um, co-parent ex-husband are on great terms. And so we have like a shared album of like all of our photos from like these years and everything. And he has like all this like audio recording and video and all this stuff. So I'm just like, I just love that. I'm sitting on a whole heap of receipts for if anybody wants to come at me. <laughs> oh, you should just start sharing them. And, and I think I, I think I'm going to definitely so start good. doing some TikToks with just reading my, my notes from these meetings, because it's I mean, pretty, Amway it's is the biggest juicy. baddie to me. I, I think a lot of people probably agree. Amway for me is my worst MLM out there because they paved the road. They did. <laughs> like, and they, I love being able to look up exactly what laws they're lobbying against and vying for to completely cover their tracks. I just love watching them squirm. They used to if this team doesn't qualify diamond next year, they're to the point that they were trying to make was this team was extremely big and burly and you should never have to worry about it. If they don't qualify diamond, you should be worrying about worrying about your butt. Cause there's a world war three going on out there. That's how stable this business is. Like if this, if this team doesn't succeed anymore, it's because the world ended, not because they did something wrong. It's like the fear mongering, the apocalyptic, like what ifs, like it's so and they would culty. do. They would do. So I'm sure they've mentioned this before. Every, all of these conferences that I mentioned, the sixth of a year, every Sunday was a, an optional non-denominational worship service. And at this what? optional non, oh yeah, baby. At this worship, worship service, they would have all the diamonds that you're just wanting to get time with on stage. So again, you're highly motivated to be agreeing with them. And they're, if Jesus is calling, you know, they do altar calls. I have videos of this. Thousands of people getting quote unquote saved. And then they'd say literally verbatim, if you got saved in this business, don't you think this is what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life? Don't you think that this is the business for you? Wow. Like yep. Christianity and Amway saved your life. So you owe us literally yep. the rest of it. We held baptisms in my uplines backyard in their pool. Wow. I have photos from that, which again, this isn't affiliated with Amway. This isn't affiliated with LTD. It's so disgusting. Except everybody that's there is in LTD. <laughs> And when we quit, they were like, no reason to stay in touch. Why would we do that? <laughs> like we only hang out with LTD people. So if you're no longer an LTD, I guess we can't hang out anymore. Well, and they would, it, the way that they justify that is, well, you know, what they say, my love is, my love is unconditional, wow. but my calendar has to be. That's what they'd say. Because I can't pour into everybody. I can only pour into the people that are, you know, reciprocating and want it for themselves and blah, 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 blah. blah. Wow. I just want to say to anybody, I cannot wait to but get It's just so unchristian. Again. Like just the principle of only helping those who like, oh my God. It's, they voted for Trump. I mean, really? Like, 
if we're going to consider that, like, there's no more. <laughs> there's nothing else to say. If we want to align ourselves with being kind, how about just start there? Yeah. It's wild. I, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's interesting. It's so interesting. The political scope of things is really interesting too. You know, an MLM is is right smack dab in the middle and they 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 absolutely yeah both sides, both sides for sure i'm not i'm but not I will say, blind to that at all i will say to what you're saying there i mean trump is the highest paid mlm spokesperson of all time yeah. and i think that just sort of speaks for itself and then we have betsy absolutely. devos in the white house as well who is the but just in general like like for christian for christians to be able to align themselves with that, a human like that is the ultimate form of cognitive dissonance, which is yeah. really should just be the title of this episode. <laughs> right. Amway and cognitive dissonance. Yes. We should just define it at the beginning, at the top of the episode. Before you go. <laughs> it it is, it is wild to me. And I, I have Stephen Hassan's book, Dr. Stephen Hassan's book, uh, Cult of Trump that I'll be, that I'll be reading. Oh, I cannot I'm very interested he in is, that as well. Because of the language, it's all that same language. Arms. That loaded language, which is what we're learning about this month, that loaded language, and to see it in politics. And even though it's separation of church and state, we're still seeing it because Amway is, you know, its own thing that they're able to bring it in and sort of there's a loophole there because Amway is, get away is with not it. the same. Mm-hmm. They get away with it because they have all these little disclosures and little whatever. But yeah, again, looking at, I think that's the biggest thing we have to look at is like, okay, am I highly motivated to agree with this person right now? We all should be like equipped to know how to withstand a charismatic speaker. That should be a skill yeah. that we're learning. Yeah. I think you know, it's really important. like, okay. <laughs> that language of fanaticism that um, Amanda Montel talks about, it's the same sort of thing. You know, like you really can influence people with words. And mm -hmm. if you know what you're doing and you have a skilled task force with you that knows what they're doing, you can get away with a lot of stuff. I mean, Charles, if you have Manson, a bunch of nodding heads in a room, yeah, that, that sure smooths things over for any doubting eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Charles Manson convinced people to murder yeah. people he didn't for kill him. anyone. Yep. Using words. And then that, and that horrible girl people. that convinced her boyfriend to commit suicide by using her words. And she yes. actually went to jail because of it, yes. because they can prove you're using coercive language. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's textbook reading what they're not supposed to be doing it's like i don't understand like when when you get into you know you're doing the deep dives with the ponzinomics and with the like legality of mlms and what they're not supposed to be doing and what they're allowed to do it's so confusing because it's like but they're doing all of those things right but they call it something else uh-huh they like, never this call it isn't recruiting, recruiting. no they never call it recruiting sponsoring it's business sponsoring. building it's me it's making new friends it's providing an opportunity to those that need it. It's not recruiting. Your business um, grows when other people think that their life is going to be benefited with you in it, which is a really great way to say your business isn't growing. So what's wrong with you? 
because that's yeah. what you end up thinking because people don't join MLMs because they suck, not because Molly Hale sucked, not because Roberta Blevins, but although your story is different because you didn't even recruit anyone. You didn't even have to because it was just built differently. So wild. But yeah. I, but yeah. I, I would have if I uh, needed totally. to. Yep. Absolutely. Because that's yeah. what I was it, told it, I had to do. You know, when you get into these businesses that are cults, let's call them what they are, you get into these organizations and you're like, hi, I'm clueless, but I want to be a part of this. And I have so much gumption and I want to be molded. I am your clay. And they say, okay, well, this is what you got to do. And it's usually very predatory things, tactics that are, um, you know, untruthful, like deceptive, these sort of things, but they're, they're it's lies that have been repeated don't look so like many that. times. Yes. Lies that have been repeated so many times that they don't even know that they're lies. Like Absolutely. again, with, with the, the girl who died, like her parents, again, like there's no way as a parent, there is no way if I didn't, if I wasn't fully convinced that I wouldn't have stopped doing this side thing, but they, it, that, and that's the freaking sad part. It is. It's just this loaded language and convincing people that what they need can only be found within this organization. We can help you with everything. Mm-hmm. We can help you with money. We can provide better products to you. You're going to have this really high quality exclusivity. You can't get at any retail store anywhere. Uh-huh. So oh, yeah, exclusive. Yeah, yeah. They have and to even retail stores couldn't carry it. It's so expensive. I remember saying, I remember saying about um, one of the skincare products, there is water from the Himalayan like mountains in this, in this <laughs> face wash. Like what? <laughs> right? It's like made with real unicorn tears. From- exactly. You know, you're like, where'd you find unicorns? They're like Madagascar. That's the only Actually, place they're that's found. where they're from. Uh, you're so stupid that you actually the DeVos that. family breeds them at their How private dumb farm. You must be to not. Know I was that. so happy when I found out that DeVos trans it means the fox in Dutch. Yeah. Oh, cunning and and yeah, wow, mm-hmm. fitting, very fitting. And, and you know what's so funny too is so Pontinomics, which you I know obviously love and we talk about all the time, and I have right here. I remember you saying, and I want to just say this for anybody who hasn't read it yet, because I under, I've worked with people long enough to know that most people aren't going to read this book, right? So we're just going to have to do the work of giving them most of the information. And that is fine. I am up for the task. But I remember you saying that the beginning for you was really slow because you didn't know what was going on. For me, it has been a stake. I have been chewing on this because it is literally like, they, so he goes through, there's like four chapters on um, Carl Renberg, who is like the founder of Neutralite, blah, blah, blah. I was told this man's story from Amway's perspective for six years and he was worshiped. This man saved babies in China. This man invented the multivitamin. So to go through, to like literally have had Robert Fitzpatrick do the homework and lay it out in four chapters for me. I'm like, this is the best thing in the world and nobody else gets it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, he's like a giant scammer that just tried to take evaporated milk to China to convince the Chinese people that he knew their diet better than their million plus year diet that they'd already been sustaining on um, and made them all very sick. <laughs> I literally 
I was like, he was just literally a white savior, like just textbook white savior. That is absolutely textbook white savior. Don't worry, yeah, China. So anyway, I've got the answer you've never heard of, and I'm going to change your lives. What you truly y'all ever heard of evaporated milk? What you truly need is called calcium. I, I read back Ponzi nomics now knowing it and I love it now, but like reading it the first time oh, I was like, wait, totally. what? But I could totally I, see someone who was indoctrinated with the, the church of Amway. I mean, that's basically what it is. I just want to read the truth to people. Like, I just want to send this to like the people that I love that are still trapped in Amway. Like just read the first couple chapters. If you don't like it, please you can stop. That's exactly what they told me when they gave me all those books. Just read the first two or three chapters. You're going to be like blown away. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's from, it's written by a white man. You're going to love it. Totally. His name's Robert. You, you're going to love it. <laughs> you're going to love him. So before we wrap up, I want you to tell me where you think the anti-MLM movement is going. And I also am curious because I just think it's so funny. So again, I, I don't know much about the community. I know that there's been beef in the past, right? But it's so funny to me because it's like, oh uh, yeah, we're taking like high performance people that have been rewarded like profitably, you know, generously and putting us all in one community that there's not really actually like a mono, you know, culture over this thing that we're in, but you get what I'm going with this, right? So there's so many problems that could possibly ensue in this concoction of environment and so I'm just curious like your take on that all where you think we're going all that and I'm also curious who you think the first person is going to be to make money in like an MLM style anti-MLM thing (laughs) in an anti-MLM MLM (laughs) you know what's going to happen at some point like someone's going to do something um okay so I've been doing I've been in the anti-MLM community for the last four years uh I joined around September October of 2017 right after I left LuLaRoe and figured out they were all the same um and then started speaking out publicly at the beginning of 2018 so I've been doing this almost four years and I've seen a lot of change I've made a lot of friends um and I've talked to those people like Doug Brooks Robert Fitzpatrick, Dr. Stephen Hassan, talk to these people and, and what they've seen in their 40 or 30 plus years of doing this um, and fighting against these cults and scams and, and, and all of these things. And for me, you know, I would love to see legal change yeah. and legislation. Yeah. Um, I feel like we got so excited about these FTC warning letters. I'm like, you guys, yeah, you know, and it, it, it takes a lot this. of time, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I started speaking out against LuLaRoe four years ago. Lula Rich came out six weeks ago. Yeah. So, like, let's put that into perspective. There's a lot of people that were like, hmm, this is sus. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, not really. Like, it, it, it takes time. I can totally. do a lot of stuff, like moving up the chain of my anti-MLM career, moving up the chain and, and, and talking with different people. And, you know, for me, it's, 
I always want to move the message forward. When I did the Megan Kelly show, there was a couple of people mm-hmm. that were like, how dare you talk to someone who is conservative leaning? And for me, it's like, I'm an activist. I'm an advocate. Like I am a voice of the people that don't have the voice. So um, I'm going well, to of talk course to want to reach the audiences of people. Right. I was like, I'm going to talk to whoever wants to listen to my message. One and two what's the demographic of Megan Kelly's podcast? Absolutely. Uh, White men age 25 to 65. I'm going to guess. I haven't looked it up, but I'm going to guess that that's probably what it is. And I'm going to then ask the question, who do you think those people are married to? Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to let that answer sort of stew and you'll be like, okay, okay. So she's going to talk to Hunbot's husbands. Uh Yeah. Because Or in my case, people that are getting totally people that are getting contacts at the grocery right? store. I was like, why wouldn't people. I talk to the people's like, hello. So, um, totally for me, yeah, it's no, all that's... about moving the, the movement forward, right. As much forward momentum and p- to continue that forward momentum because an object in motion stays in motion. So I always want to keep that going. That's why I'm on TikTok. That's why I'm on Instagram. That's why I've got the podcast. That's why we're doing this. That's why I talk to people like you. That's why you also create content. Um, I think it's very important. And I will say these men that I've talked to, they say education is the best way to move it forward. And I've looked and what MLM taught me was that if you see a hole that you should fill the hole, right? They teach you that you're scrolling through Facebook. Someone's complaining about their cancer. You should tell them that your oils can cure it, whatever. Right. So when I look at the anti-MLM community, when I, when I jumped in for me, there was not a lot of compassion four years ago very, very little compassion. I met other people on Reddit because I was speaking compassionately. I'd be like, that's not a very nice thing to say. Like these people are victims and that's coming from someone who was successful and was also a victim. Uh, And there was a lot of like people being like, well, these people are stupid and they deserve it. And I noticed that there was sort of like two people on either side of the MLM conversation. It was either people that were in MLMs and thought they were amazing. And like, you're an idiot for not knowing how amazing they are. Or there were people that thought MLMs were bad and you're an idiot for not knowing that MLMs are bad. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to be an idiot, like on either side. Like I want to educate people. I want people to understand that this is a systemic problem. Okay. We have a lot of systemic problems in this country because this country was built on the fact that if you make people downtrodden, they'll work really hard thinking they can get to the top but we'll make it impossible for that to happen. And this machine will just chug along forever. Mm-hmm. And that's literally how the United States was built. And that's literally like how MLM is run as well. So totally. Yeah. The system isn't broken. It was built It's systemic. It, it, the system is not broken. It was literally built this way. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. you start to realize that there are certain things that are just systemic and wealth inequality is systemic. And so this MLM that is literally horrible and mm-hmm. most people fail more than more, less than 1% of people are successful. Like it's, it's ridiculous. And it's how do you define success? It's why, right. It's yeah. like, how do you define success? Well, you know, it got me out of my house. And I was like, is that what you deal? Like, okay. Well, you know, I met some good people. It's like you, I meet good people at the grocery store and it also gets me out of the house. Like, I don't understand why we're joining cults to do these things. So I didn't see the compassion in the movement Mm -hmm. where it was like, there are victims and this is a cult. And like, if you're not going to shame 
victims of Scientology when they finally see the light and get out, then you can't do it to people that are in MLM cults either. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to really create that third person on the, yeah. on this MLM spectrum of, hey, this is a systemic issue. Yep. And I know people that got sucked in. I got sucked in. I Mm -hmm. love people that are still in whatever. I know those people aren't inherently bad or stupid. I know those Mm -hmm. people just wanted the best for themselves. And so when we humanize the victims of MLMs, and that includes Huns. I mean, some of them aren't there yet. The mega Huns and the Hun bots, they're not there yet. But some of those Huns, those women, those men, they're seeing it. They're on the fence. Their cognitive dissonance is like, hey, mm-hmm. did you see TikTok? Like, did you hear that podcast episode? Like, they're there. They're listening. I know. Oh, I love listening. They're listening right now. Week. And I'm so happy that they're listening. Yes. And they're getting this information. I don't ever want to tell somebody, you need to get out of your MLM. I don't ever want to give anybody financial mm-hmm. advice or anything like that. I don't want to be, well, I left my MLM and Roberta told me to, and now I'm bankrupt because I could, I needed that bonus check. Like, that's never going to happen. But I do uh-huh. want to give you guys the education and the information so that you can make the best decisions for yourself. And if that means leaving your MLM today, great. But if it means taking six months to leave your MLM in six months, then that's great too. <laughs> like, I just want in. you to see the information and be yeah. able to absorb and then go, oh my God, I see it now. And now I can't unsee it. And then you can help others too. So that to me, that compassionate sect was so important and it wasn't there. And MLM taught me that. I was like, it's not there. I'm going to make it. Totally. And there has yep. been drama in the MLM community, but to me, that's division. And I don't yeah. deal with division in politics. And I don't yep. deal with division and things like, I'm like, you're a distraction moving along. Yeah. When I, all I the stuff know. was going on on YouTube, I never even watched a single video yeah. about I don't know what it's about her face did this and sold that and now she's saying this. I don't care. Yeah. It distracts from my my mission. It distracts from my work. It distracts from the movement. It's a distraction the end. Like so I and and I've even talked to other creators who were a little involved in it and after we had this conversation and I talked to Robert and he said the same thing. They were like, you know what? You're right. It's not worth it. It's, it's just a distraction and it's not worth it. So again, like I say, anything that moves, moves forward and keeps the inertia going 100% and anything that distracts from it, I'm just not even going to pay attention to it. Like responding in a place where I'm not worked up. Sometimes I'll totally. create a draft and I'll be like, and I'll leave it in my drafts and then I'll go back yes. and I'll delete it and calmly respond. I get absolutely and less that way too. Yeah, that's great. And that's totally like why (laughs) I'm drawn to your content for sure. Um, And it's beautiful too, because everybody has their own flavor and style. And like, we do need more people to speak out. And because there are people that have my exact same story about, you know, stopping at eight different um, gas stations on my way home so that I can try to meet someone to join my team. Like that was like our strategy. Wait, what? So you just like randomly pull up like you're getting gas and hope to just stumble upon an organic conversation to recruit? Yeah, you're just like trying to chat. Yeah, you just put in like a couple bucks in your your tank so you can just start conversations everywhere you go. Yeah, I talked to another person who quit who was in, who was in um, less, for less time than me, but she and her then husband 
like, ex, you know, they were successful. Um, but she was like, I remember when I quit the first night being like, oh my God, I can just go home now. Like, I don't have to stop at eight different gas stations and Cub and Target to try to like strike up conversations. I can just go home right now. And I so understand that. So all that to say, like, everybody has a different story. And I'm so glad that people are starting to share theirs. Absolutely. So that I had no idea. That makes yeah. me scared to go to places I normally would go like after like nine to five work job hours. Oh, I can't wait. I literally cannot wait to get contacted. Like, I kind of just want to go sit at Starbucks with like a success book and just wait for somebody to talk to me. And then I like, actually, why don't you sit down? I'm going to read Ponzinomics to you. Page one. Right? So this is what you do. You get your Ponzinomics book. And then what mm -hmm. we'll do is we'll create a fake book jacket. Perfect. And then we'll have to do like a free downloadable. If anybody can help me with this, please. I have a lot on my plate, but this is funny. Love it. Make a book jacket that you can slip onto your Ponzinomics so that you can sit outside Starbucks waiting to recruit people for the anti-MLM movement when they sit down because the book says something like how to find a mentor is the name of the book. <laughs> They're like, I can help you with that. How to win friends and influence people. Right. Oh my Something gosh, like that, absolutely. where people would sit down. Oh, I see that you're reading this book. And you're like, oh, actually, no. But Dale, now Carnegie. That I have you here. <laughs> Dale Carnegie. Now that I have you here, sir. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you about our Lord and Savior, Robert Fitzpatrick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. This is so great. Thank you, Roberta. Yeah. I mean, you're so cute. And, and thank you so much for being patient with my crazy schedule and getting you on the show. Oh, I <laughs> am no stranger to overwhelm. I can promise you that. <laughs> so uh, let's do these rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So one word, uh, well, I'm kind of, maybe I should change them to culty ones, but I don't know. Okay. Mm, that's fine. Um, I'll have to throw a culty one in. All right. One word that encompasses how you feel about MLM. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> <laughs> don't like. Not good. No. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't like those things. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, a warning to somebody who wants to join an MLM, something you would tell them. Get your, get your spreadsheet out, money in, money out. Just mark them, just mark it every month. Just keep track. And that includes products. That's you all. You know, I like that. And I think, and, and that's going to be a homework. If you are in an MLM right now, don't worry. We're yeah. not judging, but this is your homework. We want you to make a spreadsheet and every week or month or whatever works for you, whatever your executive dysfunction allows, write mm -hmm. your ins and your outs and look at those and greens same with your and team. those reds. If you have a team, this absolutely includes your team. How much money is your team spending every month and how much money are they getting back? And look at those numbers mm -hmm. and watch them. And because I don't, I feel like giving someone a warning isn't effective unless they're in control of it. Like they have to yeah. be in control of like their decisions. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, yeah, I'd love to be like, yeah, don't do it, but they're gonna. So if you're, if like, if right. you're already convinced you're going to do it, like depending on how deep you are. Right. Absolutely. And the first couple months, you'll probably be in the green because the first yeah, couple months be are the most successful. That's what gets you hooked. That's what you're like, oh my God, it works. Let's go deeper. So or you're not keep spending that as spreadsheet. Much, or you're not mm -hmm, right. every month. Keep that spreadsheet and, and check those numbers. And if you're in the red, you know, maybe do some self-reflection yeah. and figure out what's going on because it's probably not you. Know that. And you can get that information. 
if you're justifying it by saying, well, I'm growing and changing and I have all these friends, you can do those things for free. <laughs> you can Absolutely. get a library membership. All kinds of friends looking for friends in the anti-MLM community right now. That's right. Everybody that was shunned, shunned by their MLM and are like, I'm looking for real friends, please. Yes, yes. Yeah. Molly R. Hale on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will be your friend. <laughs> what is, and this seems like a very obvious question, Molly, but what is the worst MLM in your opinion? <laughs> I feel like the worst MLMs are these sneaky little training organizations, honestly. Like I don't even, it's, it's definitely Amway, but also it's, be, it's Amway because they allow these sneaky training organizations to take over. Yeah. The scammy lines of affiliation. Yeah. Just like baby cults inside a, a cult inside another cult. It's just cult mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. What is the hardest lesson that you learned while you were in MLM? Oh, to return to the, return to self, return to yourself. Like the, the comment I made about their words replaced my inner voice. That's so real. And I am now like such a fan of just silence and solitude. And it's because those are the moments that I can like reflect on how to be a better human and how I'm actually feeling. Cause I don't even think I knew how I was feeling because I was so exhausted. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So I'm going to add another question for the cult month. And my question to you is, it's not really a question more as like a statement, but what is the cultiest thing that you experienced while you were in the MLM complex? Oh my God. I love this question. I think one of the weirdest ones, okay, whatever. There's probably a better one, but I'm, I'm just going to say this. Cause I think I shared my biggest doozy, right. With like the, the girl who died, um, people schedule, like, um, people planning their weddings and being shamed because they did not check upline on the dates prior, because there might be a conference over that, or there might be a team meeting. Yeah, what? that was like super, super, like all the time talked about. Like you like need to check any sort of weddings or events, you have to ask first to make sure that you won't be missing any Amway stuff. And if and if your team and if your upline schedules a last minute meeting, you should. Can- they would say this. I would cancel my meeting and not not even tell my upline that I that I canceled my other event that was outside of the business. Yeah. So yeah, you would just cancel your <laughs> complete event time control. Amway. Uh-huh. What if it's your wedding? You just cancel your wedding and go to your Amway conference? They, ch- people change their wedding dates. People, oh yeah. Oh yeah. People like their stories about my up, former upline leaving after his baby was born. Like his first son was born. He was two days old and he went to a conference instead. I think I can one because- up you on that. There was, was a LuLaRoe girl that brought inventory to the hospital and had a live sale after giving birth. I remember hearing this story. And one of the audios they talk about, one of the women was speaking from stage while having contractions. And this was celebrated. This was celebrated because she's such a badass woman. Wow. Speaking from stage, serving her team. Yeah. Wow, those are all very culty. Yes, <laughs> very yes, very yes. Culty. 
but they were all their choices. Wow. They, weren't, they weren't told to do that. And they, it was, you know, all that. Okay. And then the last question, which is my favorite question is the positive takeaway from your time in all of the crazy. I've been asking myself this for quite a while. <laughs> Literally the positive is that I now know that I need whiteboards to um, function. Like I need to use a whiteboard to like make a list and like mind map because that I totally learned from Amway was we would use whiteboards for everything. <laughs> and that's like something that I've carried over and I love it. So thank you. <laughs> it wasn't worth it, but it is a positive takeaway. <laughs> it's really funny that you mentioned the whiteboards because in the episode with Alex Simchuk, he talks about being in smart circle. And he's like, if you go to a job interview and there's tons of whiteboards, just run. <laughs> yes, yes. If there's any whiteboards, it's so funny because my co-parent is like, I don't know how you can do it. Like, it's so triggering for me. He like cannot handle whiteboards, but I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like I can just write everything up here. And I'm, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a notebook kind of person. Like I take copious notes and I need like a different notebook for like every topic. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Post notes. Yeah. Notes everywhere. It's real. It's so real. Oh my goodness. Thank you. So, and also another takeaway is like, I got to meet you and all these amazing oh people. Like what a fun thing. <laughs> I will say that's probably one of my favorite things too, is like, I get to meet some of the coolest, most genuine, authentic, amazing people after being in an MLM. And they're like, I got duped too. And I was like, wow, we're both idiots. And it's like, haha. And it's this shared trauma, cathartic comedy. Like it's, it's like, the best there's so many inside jokes absolutely it's, it's like the, it's the, a trauma the bond sister, <laughs> the sisterhood I've always wanted of all these ridiculous trauma bonded inside jokes and now I have it so thanks LuLaRoe thanks guys much appreciated thank you so much for listening to life after MLM please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti-MLM friends as well. See you next time.